Hello, this is Peter Newton for another session of Fortinet Live. Today I'm joined by Jonathan, who's uh, been talking to all kinds of customers around the world in his role as our head of our CISO uh, organization. Jonathan, you know, thank you for talking to me today on National Work From Home Day about this whole new work from home uh, initiative, initiative that's been going on. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 um, there's no irony that I'm never home. So <laughs> we're talking about working from home, and I spend most of my time on the road helping people work from home. So there's a little bit of irony. That, but hey, thanks for uh, thinking of me and having me on on today's session. Well, I thought it was uh, particularly interesting that you know there's we have this National Work from Home Day, yeah. when in reality, you know, you and I are talking with customers all the time about the new way that organizations are are working and working from home exclusively is kind of gone by the wayside. I mean, people are not working from home exclusively. They're, yeah. they're working from anywhere. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, in fact, I think it's more about living from anywhere. And this notion that work is no longer a location, but it's just something we do. And now the expectation is that you should be able to securely and, and, and safely uh, with high levels of fidelity, reach any computing resource from any location using any device, uh, any access methodology, and to have an enhanced user experience every time you interact with a brand. So I, I think we're living in a very new reality, given given that digital marketplace that we have today coming out of this pandemic now. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of companies that are interested in that, but they don't, they still are coming to us to say, how do you do that? How can yeah. we provide that consistent security no matter where someone is? And And I know there's a couple of core technologies that I'm usually talking about, you know, stuff like EDR to make sure your laptops can stay safe and, and ZTNA to make sure that no matter where someone is and no matter what application they're accessing, they have that consistent policy wherever they go. And is that kind of similar to, along the lines of what you're thinking? That, that, so it's twofold. One, what we're seeing is that most enterprises, small and large, now recognize that the user experience really leads to those better business or mission outcomes is that you can't get the mission and business outcomes you're, you need unless that user has a really great experience. And that means great network performance. That means very responsive computing. That means low jitter, low latency, a very enhanced experience. And so what we're seeing is that manifested in things like secure SD-WAN, this notion that you have intelligent routing to ensure that that performance requirement is going to be met, whether it's on 4G, 5G, broadband, or even moving to MPLS. And, and so wherever that user is, whether they're in the, their homes, whether they're in their cars, whether they're on airplanes, whether they're in retail locations or cafes, there is this expectation right now that you, in order to deliver those business outcomes, you better have a really good experience. That means great performance. And performance is more than just the compute, right? In cloud, it's about ensuring network access, at the same time, it's about ensuring security keeps pace with that network performance and all that works together with computing to deliver those business outcomes. So, I, so what I'm hearing about on twofold, one, it, it's about the outcomes, but also about risk management. And it's also about compliance. And it's also about all those operational issues that, that you just cited. So there's there's a lot going on right now. Actually, you know, you, when you mentioned the performance element of that, you know, you talked a little bit about the WAN management, the importance of that, having that secure SD-WAN to carry the applications from whatever location they're being hosted. But it also made me think about some of the changes and challenges that have happened on the networks that are then delivering it to the end user. We know in the, you know, in offices, people have their high performance FortiGates that have that, you know, ASIC assisted to give them the throughput. Yeah. Um, 
when someone's traveling remotely, they might be relying on a SASE to get that last leg of network security. Yeah. And right. But in homes, we actually have a, a relatively new thing with the Linksys product that we uh, work with them so that an organization can use the same network management, security management that they have in their for their firewalls and their 48s in the office and for the SASE in the cloud yeah. and can use it while also ensuring the productivity and performance in the home. Right. So then, you know, as people are dealing with, uh, you know, video streaming or gaming, their Teams calls and their their online conferencing, um, video conferencing still takes place. So they do have that good experience. They do have that ability to be productive no matter where they are. Yeah. So I think what we're, when we talk about work from home and hybrid working environments, that's really a reflection of a much more distributed enterprise, both in terms of locations of users and entities, but also where the compute's located, right? So you got to have mm -hmm. flexibility in multiple form factors, multiple access methodologies, multiple computing platforms, and the ability to understand all of that across networking, security, and the compute, land, web, data center, and cloud edge, right? And the approach mm -hmm. in a holistic fashion is really where Fortinet security fabric begins to shine. And, and, and I think most people are beginning to coalesce around that idea is that one, we've got to manage complexity, we've got to identify and manage risk, but at the same time, we've got to deliver those performance and, and user experiences for those better outcomes. And you simply can't go about it in silos. That's, that's the other common uh, finding right now is that if you approach networking, security, and compute in silos, there is no way you're going to work in those sub five millisecond SLAs to deliver that type of experience and outcome. So coming out of the pandemic now, the, the need to deliver that consistent networking and security, irrespective of user, entity, location, and compute or access methodology, means you've got to take a more holistic approach. And, and taking one step backwards, though, you know, that's the right way to get security right, because, you know, 20 years, 25 years into my career, we're still talking about basics. We're still talking about security hygiene, security awareness training, configuration management, vulnerability management, right? Those are basics that we still haven't gotten right. So I, I think this is an opportunity for us to, to reimagine our network and our security architecture to finally get it right. And so while we talk about work from home, what we're really talking about now is how to safely support and secure a much more distributed enterprise and much more complex than ever before. Yeah, and I think with that broader threat attack surface, I think you nailed it on the head that it's the importance of having something like the security, uh, the Fortinet security fabric that really provides that combination, that ability for all those products to provide a cybersecurity mesh, to yeah. talk together, to work together, to share information, enable automated actions, because with the pace of today's cybersecurity threats, the response needs to be equally fast and it needs to be equally automated and AI driven. And as you mentioned, hybrid available yeah. in the cloud and on-premise and, and all yeah. that's only with a platform of products, not some a bunch yeah. of siloed uh, products, yeah. point products. Uh, well, it's really that platform that does it. Well, if you're funny, you're still talking about today's and tomorrow's. Says, I'm still trying to fix yesterday's challenges, right? <laughs> because we haven't gotten that right. And so all those things still exist. And, and the practical reality is that the gaps where network edges come together is where vulnerabilities go undetected or unpacked. It's where misconfigured devices swell. It's where anomalous behavior goes uninvestigated. So those are all things from yesterday, but they're still plaguing us today. And what happens when you have these disaggregated multi-vendor point product-based solution sets is you have gaps, gaps between platforms, between devices, between edges. 
And in those gaps is where all the bad things happen. So I'm glad you're thinking forward. I'm still trying to fix the problems we've had up to this point. And if we get that right, then I'm getting ready to, to take that approach and solve tomorrow's problems. <laughs> well, I think we're talking about the same thing because yeah. the gaps are where the fabric and a mesh will kind of fill in and close yeah. those gaps. Uh, yeah. as the as the various technologies work together. Yeah, I mean, um, take for an example, this year we're going to spend $350 billion in network security and that 99% of all the vulnerabilities exploited were known for at least a year, okay? I mean, just think about that, those two stats and you begin to see the scale of the issues and the wrong approaches that have plagued us for so many years. So yes, platform consolidation, the mess architecture, I mean, let's get those fundamentals right because that architecture also supports, you know, remote working, hybrid models in a much more distributed enterprise environment. Well, you know, and the fact that we have these known vulnerabilities that are not being addressed, I think yeah. is actually pointing to the issue of the cybersecurity shortage yeah. and the fact that teams are just stretched so far that yeah. even when they know something needs to be patched, even they know something can be fixed, yeah. they're not getting to it. And that's yeah. actually an additional benefit of the platform approach and that it actually it's a force multiplier for that IT yeah. team where they can actually get to more things, have more things being handled automatically right. so that they can actually level up the entire readiness yeah. of their yeah. cybersecurity architecture. And, you know, the more we talk about advanced threats, things like supply chain risks and, and ransomware, the more we're actually talking about basics, right? Because both of those <laughs> problems and the other issues are symptomatic of a lack of visibility control on the endpoint, lack of visibility on network segmentation, a lack of visibility on configuration and asset management and vulnerability management. <laughs> so what we see then, that's the clearest example is that these structural issues and lack of integration, right? Lack of automation, mm -hmm. really again, to exacerbate the problems we see on malware, supply chain risk. And, and so my approach has always been, before we start jumping on the bandwagon and addressing the, 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 the great fire out there, just remember the structural issues don't go away unless you fix those in addition to the symptoms of the problems, right? Mm -hmm. And Jonathan, as always, you are spot on. And as always, it's always a pleasure talking <laughs> with you. So uh, I appreciate spending some time today as we you know talk because it's work from home any uh, today, but we recognize that in, real, in today's day and age, it's work from anywhere and that's going to be the reality for every day. Yep. Yep. Thanks again. Appreciate it.